We here at Sports Best Friends acknowledge Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people as the traditional custodians of the land, water and sky throughout Australia on which we record. We recognise their strength, diversity, resilience and deep connection to country. We pay our respects to Elders of the past, present and future as they hold the memories, knowledge and spirit of Australia. to Bad Life Titans. Uh, I'm Matt, with me is Tom, and Anthony is suffering even the worst case of man flu you've ever heard of. Uh, and we are two gentlemen that have made bad life choices and ended up Titans fans. Episode 15, how are you, Tommy? Oh, well, thanks yourself, Matty. Yeah, not too bad, mate. Pretty tired, actually. Um, just got, in, got into town late last night and didn't really sleep, so yeah, Gosh. but anyway... Hey, what about yourself, mate? What's happening up there your way? Oh, nothing too much. Just the studying as usual. And my uh, nephew came around today, so I got to spend a couple of hours with him, which was good. Um, yep. Other than that, not too much, to be honest. Yeah, nice. Nice. Just another disappointing weekend of footy. Yeah, that sums it up pretty much. Just... <laughs> Can we can we just have two episodes? I was just saying, can we just have two episodes in a row where we can talk positively and not be down on the dumps? Like Uh, it'd be nice, wouldn't it? I don't know what that's like. Okay, man. When was the last one we won two in a row? It was last year sometime. (laughs) I think so, yeah. It'd be it'd be almost almost a year ago. Oh, close to it. uh, Yeah. I mean better way to uh, to write the ship than, than against the Broncos. That's exactly right. <laughs> Here you go, David. Go and get another try. Your third. Okay, moving on to the news. Um, first of all, the Titans uh, NRLW uh, team has, uh, an, uh, has announced uh, Lauren Brown. Um, Playmaker Lauren Brown is heading down the M1 to joining the Gold Coast Titans for the upcoming NRLW season. Formerly a Brisbane Bronco, the versatile utility who can play in the centres, Hales and Hooker, was born and bred on the Gold Coast, making a first grade women's rugby league debut in 2020 after starring for the Burley Bears in the QRL women's competition, as well as a maiden origin appearance the same year. Um, a talented multi-code athlete, Brown also played for the Raw Jets uh, in, the, in the W League and for Australia in the World Rugby Sevens. The 27-year-old will be one of the Titans' two marquee signings, excited to wear the hometown colours for the upcoming NRLW. Uh, this follows on from earlier. Um, Titans player Jessica Elliston and Women's Rugby League Steph Hancock have both recommitted to the, to the Titans for the upcoming campaign, so... Um, yeah, good little coup there, getting a getting another another Broncos to come back home. Yeah, sure is. Um, you know, I'm really excited about Lauren Brown coming to the club. Like it, like it just said, versatility, which is always big in any competition, and she's a renowned goal kicker. 
um, which is, you know, great to have. Obviously, we had um, Brianna Clark goal kicking, but she was a bit in and out of the squad. So hopefully with Warren coming, we have a consistent goal kicker um, each week. And seeing Jessica Elliston and Steph Hancock resign was also great to see. Um, yep. Obviously, Jess is our current player of the year. And Steph is just obviously one of the great players of the women's game. So um, I, I think getting Steph back especially will give the girls a real spark this year to hopefully go one step further this year and make the grand final. But um, no, it's just good to see for the women's team that we're still improving, still looking to get better each season now. Absolutely. Yeah, no, it's good, good to see and Looking forward to it. I think the season kicks off in, what is it, four or five weeks or something? I think so, yeah. It's not too long now. Yeah, so good, good to uh, hope they can hurry up and, and, get, and get going again because I'd like to talk about some wins. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> um, just a little bit of injury news. Sammy has uh, has picked up an injury in the, in the Sharks clash and Mo Fonawaker has pulled through. Um, he just finished out a low grain, what is it, AITFL sprain. I've never heard of that before. Little ankle sprain. Uh, yeah. And uh, Phil Sami, it's Phil Sami, he had a, uh, what is it, got here? Uh, he's with a left knee injury, so it doesn't say how long he's out for. Hopefully it's not too long. But um, yeah, we'll get back into the. That'll, that'll we'll pick the rest of that up on on the um, on the preview. I'm no expert. I just love the game. But more than that, I love the community. If you're a fan of rugby league or the NRL, you'll love Big T's Tees. Unique, affordable, and made for fans. Find a link to the online store in the show notes below. You'd look good in one of Big T's Tees. Sunday, round 11, the Gold Coast Titans were defeated by the Cronulla Sharks. 25 points to 18 down there at SEMA uh, Super Stadium, sorry. But I've seen all the rain and just assumed it was down at Cronulla. But uh, uh, the 25 points for the Sharks came from tries to Tracy, Hines, Mulatalo, Miller, Nico Hines, perfect with the boot, four from four and a field goal. The Titans, Wallace, with a double, <laughs> what a double it was. SR Masters um, to get it close towards the end there. And uh, Sarko kicked three from three, which is nice to see in front of just under 10,000 people. Mate, um, from what I saw in the game, I didn't get to see much of it. I was, I was at a friend's birthday and and uh, I sort of caught the second half. It looked, it looked like we competed. Like, we competed with them. And we were able to set up some opportunities, and just just couldn't quite couldn't quite nail it down. And I seen Wallace after he scored his second, pretty much dropped it two set two two tackles later, and just the same old same old thing. But I, you know, sucks you don't get the two points, but at the same time, it's not like we were blown out of the park. And yeah, I don't know, tough one. It's kind of a hard one to read that one. Yeah, yeah, you've summed it up pretty much. Like, it's not good that we didn't get the two points, but at the same time, we showed 
glimpses during a game for this team is starting to click. Um, yeah. And I mean, in recent years, the Sharks have just smacked us silly. Yeah. Um, so to get to get within seven points, considering the score was like 24-6 with 12 minutes left, was quite good. Um, but it pretty much the game was decided within the first 15 minutes after the second half. They went and scored three quick tries. And um, yeah. I think, you know, the Hines and Molotano tries were because our right edge um, came in a bit too far. And yeah. the Miller try came from, you know, letting the ball bounce. And I think, I can't think who it was, but someone was just way too slow to... That was just uh, bad competing. That was just, that was just like not covering the centre of the kick. Like there was a gap 40 metres wide in the middle of the park. There was no one, there was no one within, no one within 100 metres of it. No, and that's it. The one player that did get up there the fullback had the ball and he was running away to go score. So yeah. it's it's little plays like that, which these guys need to know can determine a game. Like if we get the ball there, you know, we, instead of being 24-6, we might get to 18-12 in, in yeah. that instance if we get the ball. But it's just little plays like that. You need to, you can't let them get them. You've got to get those 50-50 balls and, Ah, uh, it's just it's just been our season. You know, the first half we competed really well. We got into a grind. And at no point did I really think, oh shit, you know, here we go, they're gonna score here because we looked solid for most of that first half. Yeah. First first 15 minutes of the second half, game was done. Apparently you had to play good good for 15 minutes and yeah, the game was yeah. done. Like, it's just the same old story. I don't know what happens in the dressing rooms too. It's just, yeah, the intensity. Just, they just—I don't know why they just come out with no intensity. It's so frustrating. That's it. And like, like we've said before in the past, and like, yes, they train. Yes, they do off-field gigs, and you know, I know I'll, I'm never. A professional footballer, I'd hate to be one because I help, you know, challenge you to be physically. But let's be real, like we've said it before, you get paid essentially to go out there for 80 minutes and give every single bit of energy you can. Yeah. You know, and then you get to recover and then you get back into training. Like it's, I just, I can't figure it out. Like the whole thing about sport is, has always been. From the first whistle to the last whistle, you give everything. Doesn't matter yeah. if you're 20 nil up, if you're down 20 nil, you've got to give everything you have. And this team, like we've said, can give us everything they've got for a solid half an hour, but then just completely drop off for another half an hour. Um I just I don't know. I just yeah, I, I just can't figure it out. It's it's one of those times when our, our good mate Cal said it himself this is like the vibes we get from this squad is sort of 2019 but with talent yeah yeah like, absolutely we've got a ta- you know we've got a very talented squad here probably the best we've had arguably since you know the Prince Rogers Campbell era but we just haven't got the 
mentality. And again, like we've kept saying, yes, the inexperience is going to play a part of that. But at the same time, you know, you have been playing rugby league for most of your lives. So, you know, the simple stuff to get it to the corners, put pressure on. You know, you don't always have to try and score off the first set. And uh, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, and that's just that's what I think. Like after the, like I'm a bit disappointed because after the the um the dragons game where they just camped themselves down there and, and just tried to apply the pressure, like it's like they don't learn. You know, they yeah. just keep going through and, and, and they're like, oh, that worked once, that was great, and just forget about it and never do it again. Yeah, that's it. And like we said last week, like that, that first 15 minutes was some of the best football we've played pressure-wise. You know, we kept them down there. We could have had another couple of tries. You know, we managed to get a guy off in a bin. But the story of our season has been once we go up a man we seem to just completely falter like we looked shot last week which was just I can't understand them in a game like this like this game is the perfect game to keep doing that especially with no Dale Finucane because Finucane as we all know is that is that guy that'll get you out of trouble if you need him to like he'll take the hard runs and it's just it's just frustrating, like yeah. really it's, frustrating. You can just see how the season's going, and you know it's like a, you know, it's it's, it's like Toby's sort of been listening to the media that we should have kept um, Fogarty, or you know, like that, and it's sort of I don't know, there's just something going on, you know. Yeah, I don't think he had a bad game either, like you know. He, it's quite, you know, he set up a couple of tries and Brumo set up a try and, you know, it's, I don't know, I just don't know what to say, to be honest, but I'm just running out of, I'm running out of things to say about these tricks every week. <laughs> uh, we're sounding like a broken record at this point, honestly, it's yeah. just the same story, just a different opponent and, like, just, I just don't understand it, I really don't, because, like we talked about in the first Parramatta game, the very first attacking set we had that year was the best football this club has played for years, that very first attacking set we had. Yeah. How is it in a space, you know, and a lot, I know a lot can change, don't get me wrong, but still, like, you look at it, why can't that still be implemented to an extent? You know, yeah. like, how come... From round one to round eleven, it's changed so much, and I know they've had a bit of bit of staffing changes, but at the same time, like, yeah, it's been pretty just, grim. Yeah, it really has, and I, I've I've conceded the season. I felt like last week, if we if we were to get our season back on track, I really felt like we had to beat the Sharks, you know, go back to back. But I I've all but conceded our season's done. Now yeah. it's depressing to, to say come, that I'm not ready to cancel it just yet, but and uh, we'll see we'll see how bad Broncos bend us over, and then we'll, we'll come back and we'll revisit this next week. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Like, but I will talk about it later on. But I, I'm just not excited for this game. 
uh, this week, which is weird to say, but um, no, I don't know. It's just, it's, as I said, it's the same story every week, just a different opponent. And yeah. I don't know where to fix it. It's, and it's frustrating too, because it's, it's, it's not like we're getting, well, I mean, we are getting out of play, but it's not like we're, we're, we're like we're competing in many like for long periods, and we're when we're, you know, we're, you know, the, the, the skill sets are there, and when they're when they're doing the right things, they're doing the hard yards, and and they're holding the ball. They're um, you know, like they're showing they're competing with all these teams, like even against Sydney, even against Sydney, against Penrith, against you know, all these teams that. You know they've they flogged Canberra for half a, for half a game, but even this game against the Sharks, like the six all at half time, like they can do it. They've shown yeah. they can do it. Like they've got the skills, they've got the know how, they know how to do it, they know how to compete. Just fucking do it for fucking two forties, not one forty. It's just frustrating. Pretty much. Like, I'm looking at our results this year. Like, the two losses that were really bad were against the Cowboys, but at, the, at this rate, I'm not too... Like, I'm upset that we lost by that much, but at the same time. So, like, oh, shit, they were a good side. So, you know, bit on a chin. But the Roosters game was... The Roosters game was the most dreadful game we've played, and that's considering, like I said, we lost to the Cowboys 30 points to four, I think. That Roosters yeah. game was disgusting. And, um yeah. You know, I just it does beg the question if we did have a proper nine, could could have we have won some of these games, but we've lost by you know six points or less. Like, you know, you, you've got to start asking that sort of question. Yeah, um, absolutely. I do, I do think overall that is our most glaring issue is the lack of a proper nine. Yeah. Because. Um, like I keep saying each week, I love Aaron. I think he, I want him to be a Titan for the future, but he's not a hooker. He's just not. I don't think, you know, and even Tana. He's more suited to a 14, I think. Aaron, like, yeah. he can just fill in in the middle, can fill in at the hooker. That's it. I just don't think he's, just don't think he's um, up to it to, to play long, big minutes at, at the hooking role. No. He's, I don't know how to explain this. It's like a bigger version of Nathan Peets in a sense. Like, he's a tackling machine. Mm. But going forward, he doesn't offer a whole lot. No, there's no uh, variation. Can't kick. No. But, and the, the frustrating uh, thing with Aaron is when he does run, he can make a few good metres, but he just doesn't seem to want to run out of dummy half. No. No, he doesn't. And there's, no, and then you're right. Like when he does, you know, what do you want to get 18 meters this game? Like two runs for 18 meters. Yeah, like, it's just, it's, it's just not good enough, really. No, not not for a hooker, especially in a modern age. Like, like we said 10 years ago, sure that would have been a bit more sustainable. But the modern age hooker isn't the like the just past ball guy, he has to be able to run now. And yeah, like you watch it, you look at the best teams in a competition. What do all the teams have in common? I have a quick running nine. 
And yeah. We don't we don't have that. And it just seems like a glaring error. Like there's so there's so many there's so many hooky like Appy was for sale. Um, you know, um Reed Marnie for sale. Like I just yeah. don't know. Like I don't know like were we even involved in those conversations? Like can you imagine if we had Appy Corsair up here? Right. Oh yeah. Like, we'll he knows how to work with young halves. He knows how to steer a team around. Like, that would just have been a great, a great acquisition. And, I mean, they signed Darren Booth from from Melbourne, but by all reports, he's um, not exactly setting the house on fire down there at Q Cup. So it's not like there's any help coming from the lower grades. No, so, yeah, I don't know. It's a big, uh, big uh, deal in, in the off-season. Yeah, that's it. And maybe Paul Turner is the answer, but he can't seem to buy his way into the squad at the moment, and even no. though he's absolutely killing it for Tweed. He can't seem to get a run at all. And I don't know. It's just... It's the it's the issue we need to fix before we start looking at bigger players. Honestly, like we just need to get that number nine in. I don't care if this number nine is just average, just a number nine who knows how to play the position and can run. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it's just I don't know. Yeah. A Mitch Rain, if you will. <laughs> <sighs> Don't remind me of those years, please. <laughs> I mean, look, we, 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 he wouldn't have been that bad, though. Uh, he, he wasn't bad. It just, I don't know, he just didn't offer a lot. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Just uh, on some positives, though, um, Jaden Campbell, another good game, 165 metres. Um uh, what do you get? Post sixty post contact, one line break assist, one try assist. Um, SR Masters, one hundred and forty meters. He seems to have really locked down that that center position, which is good to see. Uh, he had a line break and a and a try. Um, Osako, a solid game, one hundred and sixteen meters. Brimo, uh, line break assist, try assist. Toby, line break uh, try assist. Uh, Mo had 100 metres, even though he picked up a, a bit of a, a strain. Uh, Wallace had 120 metres with a couple of tries. Bo Firm is just doing his thing again. Another 160 metres. Tino with 160 metres. Like, there's, there's a lot of good numbers up and down the up and down the park there. It's just, oh, yeah. I yeah, I just... <sighs> Wait, like, like I keep saying, I just... The biggest issue we have is just a lack of a number nine that has good service and will run out of the dummy half roll. We yeah. just lack that. And like you said, Appy Corusel would have been a nice, perfect guy to get. And like I would have been happy with either three of the guys that were on the market, you know, and somehow we didn't land one of them. Yeah. Um, it just makes you feel as though um, Mel thought he had Cameron Smith locked up, yeah, and just got got dotted at the end, got dotted at the deadline. 
don't know. Yeah. Maybe I just want to. Maybe I just want to believe that. <laughs> oh, I mean, it's it's a possibility. I mean, look how long it took him to court a decision to retire. Like it was a week before the season started. I think like. Um, and uh, and then I think we also thought we might have had Brandon Smith in the back as well. Yeah. You know, the money we offered him and, you know, Tino is up there. He get to work with a very exciting pack and decides to go to the Roosters and just, I don't know. Hmm. Yeah, oh, well, just another loss in the books. Um, where does that put us? I'll just see if I can pull up the ladder here. We're down to 13th, I think. So where does that put us? Yep, 13th. Um, equal 13th, really, with uh, yeah. the Tigers and the Knights and the, and the Doggies are still languishing at the bottom. Uh, the top eight still... Reachable, yeah. Uh, you know that we're still only tech. You know, technically only two wins out. You win against the Broncos, you're only one win out, sort of thing. Um, you, you close the gap on them. Yeah, it's but just who knows, mate. We just can't get any consistency. That's it, and like I, I don't know if I said it on a podcast, but. Our buy is in round 17. The whole thing for me is if we can get four wins before the buy, I'd be a bit comfortable with saying, okay, you know what, we're in a real good shot here. Yeah. But I'm just like like you said, like looking at the ladder now, I've got like, okay, if we can just get even just a couple wins together, that can just change the whole momentum of our season. But like we just said, it's just trying to get those 80 minute performances, not fucking 40 or 50. Um, mm. I don't know. It's just, but, and I think, I think the biggest thing as well is a couple of the games we play coming up are against teams who are just above us. Like I think we played at Eagles again. Uh, Rabbit, I think we play. Uh, we yeah. play the Sharks again, Newcastle, Brisbane this week. Like, there's a couple of games there that if we can't get that win, it gives us the points and it makes the opposition above us, you know, stack yeah. in that position. Yeah, like, the four-point four games, basically, you know. Yeah, that's it. And we, we really need to be winning. Like, the South of Scuffling, the Knights of the Knights, um, those, those two games we really need to win. And it all starts... This weekend. That's it. I like just real quickly, like so we've got Brisbane this week, we've got the Cowboys the following week, we've got Rabbitohs, Sharks, and Owie. Like you look at it, like if we get wins over the Broncos, Rabbits, hopefully get a win over the Sharks and Knights. Well, we've just been in two te- three teams that are in the top eight firmly, another team that's below us. Like you know, it just—I don't know. Now they're back in business, Okay, this Friday night, the Gold Coast Titans take on the Brisbane Broncos. 
up there at Suncorp Stadium uh, at 7.55 this, uh, this, this Friday. Uh, now, I should admit, it is the Indigenous round, so I guess we should try and do the, the um, pronunciations. I'm going to absolutely butcher this, so apologies um, if we have any Indigenous listeners that are for my pronunciation, but uh, the Yagara and the, the Togal for the Broncos and the Titans are the Yagamba. Yagamba? Yagamba? It, it sounds sounds right to me, but yep. like you said, apologies to any of our Indigenous listeners. Um, where yeah, we're not we're not exactly knowledgeable on pronunciations. Yeah, no. So it's I think Roosters changed their logo and 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 changed their name to to their um to their land, their country name and I think a few I think the doggies have done it too on Twitter so um, small gesture but I think it's a really cool one too I like that that um, Roosters logo too that they put out that was pretty mean yeah I haven't seen it yet actually oh definitely go have a look it was really cool real sort of um, I don't know. It just looks like it looked like a rooster you'd find in Tari or something like that. You know, <laughs> like just get the heart out. Yeah. Sort of, yeah, it looks yeah, cool. just, I like it. yeah. Just so yeah, I see what you mean about that. Yeah, it really gives you that sort of more so that, that, yeah, that yeah that country rugby league yeah. vibe. Really cool. Yeah. yeah. So um, yeah, good good stuff. And uh, just just uh, before we get into the the matchups, the jerseys are looking mint as. He's a, a top notch, a top five every year. So well done. I'm pretty sure Preston has his has his say in these every year, and yeah, you can tell <clears throat> for sure. All right, team lists. Uh, as we mentioned before, Philip Sami's out. Um, Aaron Booth, David Fafita. Greg Marju and Paul Turner have all been named in the extended squad. Um, Fafida is probably the most likely out of all those. But I think I've seen him today running around on the training paddock. So fingers crossed. I'd like to see him get a run out there and and, um, <clears throat> and have a crack. But uh, the Titans are pretty much unchanged. They will line up with Jaden Campbell, the fullback, Corey and Jermaine Asako on the wing, Kelly and Masters in the centres. AJ and Sexy Boy are in the halves. Mo and Jared are the starting props with Aaron Clark at hooker. Isaac Liu and Bo Firma in the back row. And Tino Fasul Malawi is the lock. On the interchange bench, we've got Tana Boyd, Jamin Jolliffe, Sam Mack and Sam Lassoni. So I think that means SM Masters drops out. I don't know. If, is he injured or is he uh, not? Uh, SM Masters, sorry, Herman SAS, he drops out. So yeah. it looks like he's just been rested for... Um, for this, so that, that's a that's a surprise because he's been um, adding a bit of spark off the bench. Yeah, it's it's a weird change. I, I didn't notice it till uh, this morning actually. Um, that you know Herman had been dropped. Um, you know, you, you think I'd have to be on, you know, a little nickel he got from the game uh, because certainly not on form because he has been quite solid. The, first, the yeah. last three games he's played. Um, he has his front, he's basically he's done what Chola from Lasano were doing last year, coming off the bench, 
adding that little bit of spark, that bit of energy that we needed. And, um, but yeah, I don't know. But it's, it is good to see Joloff back this week. Um, I do think we have missed him going forward yeah. sometimes. But yeah, it's, it, it is kind of nice to have near the same squad again. Um, obviously. Absolutely. Yeah, obviously, like I said, Brian Kelly's back in. Um, and he's going to have a very tough assignment this week up against Stags. Stags, yeah. And Brian, if he's if he plays like he did against that Roosters game, Stag it, Stags going to break records. Like it's <laughs> going to be bad. Uh, will Kelly be on the left, or is, is Stags a right center or left center? Right. Oh, is he? Yeah. yeah. Thoughts and prayers. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, our only saving grace there is 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 um, we've got Tyson Gamble and Ezra Mayhem in the halves, um, and no um, no Reynolds A Ray. So um, yeah, <clears throat> Corey Pakes isn't starting either. So we need to get on top early before he comes on. And, and we need to assert a dom- our dominance and try and take take advantage of Billy in the middle. Um, I don't know, and I just I just don't know what to say anymore. Like I, I can't I can't pick it. Whenever I'm confident, they let me down. Whenever I'm not confident, they pick me back up. <laughs> uh, if that's just. Like last week, coming against the Sharks, I was a lot more confident. You know, I felt like, you know, if this is the tide turning, we've got to jump back into the winner's seat again, back to back, and let you down. And, um, yeah, yesterday, think- afternoon, yesterday yeah. afternoon, I just was not excited for the team list. Like, I just, <laughs> I was still dead from the game on Sunday. But, yeah. Um, yeah. I think... With with Brisbane's recent run of form too, they've had a little bit of a soft draw um, coming into this. They're, what are they five in a row, or well, even more actually? But uh, they're um, I don't know, man. They're, they've been taking advantage of some pretty poor opposition, and 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 I think they're not as they're not the team that their ladder position indicates, um, and. They could have. They were there for the taking against Newcastle. It just happens to be that Newcastle were inept at the game of football, so they weren't able to capitalise on, on what they had, and they were relying on Milf, who hasn't played in, you know, however long he hasn't played in. Yeah. So, I, as like, much, I'm not as why. Like I'm not as frightened of the Broncos as I thought I would be. I'm just more worried about what we're going to dish up. You've hit a nail on the head. Like, I've just got a Brisbane. Um, they've won five in a row. They beat the Bulldogs, which, let's be honest, is the Bulldogs. Whoever loses to them should be shot to the sun. And they, uh, were, they, beat- they were... There was a close game up until the last, like, 15 minutes, too. Like, well, that's it. You know, if Adam Reynolds doesn't turn into prime after laying on that game, they probably lose. Yeah. You know, and 
the following round, I beat the Sharks 16-7. Like we said, like, yeah, the Sharks did beat us, but at the same time, if it wasn't for those good 15 minutes they played, and let's be frank, our defence and our right edge didn't help us. Like, you know, the Sharks overall, the Sharks are a hard team to read because they can beat beat a good team one week and just absolutely shit the bed the next. Yeah. Um, they beat the Rabbitohs. Like we've said, the Rabbitohs have been very hot and cold and they got humiliated by the Raiders on the weekend. Um, they beat the Sea Eagles, who you could say that's probably their most impressive win. Yeah. But at absolutely. the same time, Chaboyevich the entire game. Uh, and obviously, you know, just off topic, you hope Tom has a good recovery with the surgery he's got to get. You know, it always sucks to see a young player like him have to get all these injuries. But um, I've just seen his, he's, he's, I've seen his, um, his last five seasons, he's played like 40 games max. It's fucking unreal. Not, I don't think he's even played that. Beat something like 30, 35, 40 games. Oh, it's it's just, just... Yeah. It, it's sad to see because, like we always say, like, no matter, he's the sort of guy, no matter who he plays for, you just want to see him kind of do well because of the injuries he had and just the fact that, you know, he's such a likable player. Um, but, yeah, just uh, I don't know. I really don't know what to make of it. But getting back on topic, um, and then like we said, they beat Newcastle last week. Um, Newcastle were in it. They could have won, but Newcastle obviously like a bit of killer instinct. So, like, yeah, okay, Brisbane have won five in a row, and they've beaten the teams they've needed to, and that's what counts at the end of the day, I guess, you know, because that, that was us last season. We beat the teams that we had to beat, and that's what the Broncos are doing right now. But at the same time, I'm not I'm not scared of Broncos. Like you said, I'm scared of yeah. us and what we yeah. do. If we come out with our best game, we walk away with W. If we give them even 20 minutes of a poor game, I got Brisbane winning this. Like I hate saying that what those words, but it's the truth. Like Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. He is going to, it's going to be one in the middle too, like, you know, Payne Haas up against Tino and, and Mo. Um, you know, this, this, this could be an or, you know, future origin battle. I, I really do hope Dave gets a gig uh, and, and has a guy. I just I don't like what I see from Isaac out in the edge. I don't think no. he really offers that much at all. Um, and and bench rotations again, like it's just, yeah, we'll see. Hopefully, the boys lift. Looks like the weather's going to improve this weekend. So, fingers crossed, we get a big game of dry footy. Yeah, let's hope so. And I, I for me, I really want to see um, Jade and, and AJ take control of the attack. I feel yeah. what one of the biggest things I think we've all noticed is Toby. When he, when we're in the attacking zone, he like doesn't know what he should do. Um, I want to see AJ and Jaden sort of take that role on this week, be the attacking 
guys have Toby set up ways for them to execute the, the finishing piece. Um, yeah. And yeah, it's just like you said, whoever wins the, the battle in the middle will go a long way to winning. Um, but obviously, their back line um, is quite scary. Um, you know, Oates is. What side does Oates? He plays on the left. Like he's, I think he plays on the left. Like yeah, he, he does, if yeah. he does, he's going up against Corey Thompson. And I love Corey, but we saw it against Daniel Tupo in the Roosters game. If they get high balls up, no, he, he's know, a, he, he'll be no. Sarko's out on the right. Corey's on the left. Corey's black. Corey Thompson. Oh shit! Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. It's, 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 and this, you know, we haven't mentioned this, the Osako revenge game. Yeah, that's right. Uh, I know it's got a bit of spice to it. I just, we'll see. We'll see. You know, this, could, this is the battle of, you know, the Titans sort of let, let Kevy go and we didn't, you know, we're not let him go, but, you know, just pretty much didn't, didn't even consider him as, as coach and wanted Justin instead. So there's, there's a bit in this and I don't know. We'll see. We're shall. And yeah, we've just got to shut. I think for me to win this game, shut down Katoni Stags, the biggest thing. And we know it can be done because Jojo Fafita showed it in the trials. I don't know, trials are different yeah. to regular season. But Jojo, as I said, has never played a game of first grade. And he went up against. Brian has to step up this week. And really show why he should be regarded as one of the premier centers of the game. Because we know he can't be that. We know how good Brian is. But he has been very poor this year, offensively and defensively. Yeah. Um, yeah he's been bummed. Yeah. Because in recent seasons, he's never been a defensive center, but he's always been able to create. This year, he hasn't been able to create. So it's sort of like I was just out there for numbers. Um, Asan up against Farnworth. I feel comfortable with Asan Mark with him marking up against Farnworth. Asan has improved a lot, I think, defensively, and he is showing a bit. Um, and saying that again, the Sharks two tries, two of their tries did come down our right edge. Um, yeah. but just one on one situations, I think Asan has the wingers, especially. I could, like you said, Asako's up against Coates. Thompson's up against Cobo. Like, just, there's so many things that could go right for us, and there are so many things that could go wrong for us. Like, the back line scares me purely because of who they have. The halves, I'm not frightened of whatsoever. Like, Gamble... No. We, we made Gamble look like a half-decent player last year in that comeback yeah. they had. Um, and then Ezra, he looked all right against Newcastle, but again, we've got to test him. This is why I want David to be in this week, because I think Ezra, I don't know, I don't know what side he played on Ezra, but either way, we need to get Fafida, hopefully, yeah, in. Yeah, because David... You know, you'd have to think it's been out a couple of weeks. He's read all the stories most likely. You know, it's Broncos. 
like this is the best game to bring it back and get him into gear because a, a raging day for Fafida could change our season. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and if this is a good game to do it. Um, you know, I expect Firma to have another 150 plus running meter game. I think, it, I think he's been great. Tino will lead again. Like, um, I really, really want to see Big Mo take on Haas because obviously, yeah, I'm excited to, to watch that. Yeah, because they they've always been sort of the the two young gun props compared to each other. You know, Haas versus Mo. Because um, obviously we had Payne Haas and our sister. I just asked, but we managed to lose him. But yeah. again, we got Mo, and you know, Tynus fans will say Mo's better. Brisbane fans will say Haas is better. That's obvious. Um, so yeah, I think I really want to see Mo take it to Haas and really show him, you know, who the more dominant prop is. And yeah, I do hope. I like Play you. But he's not a second rower by any means necessary. Like he's just not. He doesn't offer a thing in a second row. So he's just too much of a he's too much of a front row forward to be playing out the edge. That's it. That's it. He doesn't have the speed. He doesn't have the dynamics. No, no. And that honestly, what I'd love to see is Sam go into second row for Liu, and Fafita comes in for Liu this week. Yeah. Um, but again, we'll... I think that's the most obvious statement any of us can make is yeah. for feed up, please, please, he can get back in. And I think he, from what I saw in the training pictures, I think it's like if you're wearing like a home jersey, it pretty much means you're in the squad. Yeah. Okay. And, and he was in those. Jerseys and like I saw like Aaron Booth, he was in the away jerseys, so that symbolizes he probably won't get a run. Yeah. Um, so yeah, hopefully for feeders in this week, and and yeah, but our back, our two, the five, they have to take the challenge to the Brisbane back line because the Brisbane back line could win this game on their own if they wanted to realistically. Like, we can't uh, be leaving any space around the middle or anything like that, like we did against the Sharks. And- that's I really it. hope Toby Toby steps up and controls it. The, the the dragons at Suncorp and he uses that and and builds on that and you know if we can keep him down their end then we've got him. So yeah. Titans thirteen yeah. plus. <laughs> Let's go thirteen plus manifesto. Okay, Twitter questions. Anthony's not here, so I'm going to scroll through and give you what you want. Um, first of all, we got our good friend at Braden J. Brady. He says, uh, Herman injured or cut? I thought he offered a nice bit of spark off the bench. Is it booth season yet? Uh, I think we knocked on Herman before. He's Yeah, it's a bit of a weird one. I'm surprised. I think he's just been cut and yeah, as for Aaron much. Booth um, yeah I, I don't think it's his season just yet 
now everything i think again we touched on this but everything that we're saying is that it's not really performing well at burley um, yeah as, as callum malarkey just said uh he replied back to the trainers not even booth season for burley so <laughs> pretty much that pretty much uh, sums it up oh <laughs> uh, yeah that's it I'm, I, I would love to see paul turner get a run before booth realistically yeah. i think turner deserves a shot. Um, if that means that Tana has to drop out, I would take it because I don't think Clark would be getting dropped out of the squad unless he gets injured. Yeah, um, I agree. So, yeah, I think if Tana's get a shot, um, Boyd is going to have to be the one that gets taken out. But even then, like Tana, I think, is playing maybe 20 minutes a game. I'd rather see Turner play a whole 80 than witness him only get 20 minutes a game. Like, that's just, that's stupid, honestly. Yeah. Yep. Okay, um, Trent comes in with the, with his updated. Trent's been um, talking to, Trent, uh, to uh, Justin. Justin Holbrook, by the looks of it, and um, he's just come up and said, uh, I think this is what the squad will look like after Justin and myself have had discussions at the captain's run. And he's got Campbell, Marju, Herbert, Masters, Asako, AJ, Sexy, Mofo, Boyd, Wallace, Liu, Bo, and Tino. So he's still got Liu in, in the second row inexcusable really uh, and then Turner on the bench which is what we wanted Herman McIntyre and Fafita Fafita on the 17 right oh that's a bit weird you got Fafita on the 17 and, and but you don't have Proctor starting um, <laughs> it's very un-Titans lot of you there Trent <laughs> we know that's how it runs mate yeah look I don't hate it I don't hate it um, ah. but it's never going to happen we, we can wish. We can wish. And that's just our summary for the year, I think, so far. Wishing. Yeah, absolutely. Um, now, just scrolling through. Replies, replies, replies. Ah, we got a bit of a troll post here from Caleb, uh, Sharks fan. If you're going to rub oil all over your body and wrestle with one player from this, from this week's game, why is it Nico Hines? Come on, mate. If I'm ever going to do that, it's going to be with um, with uh, sexy. <laughs> oh, mate, I think you're missing out with Big J. Wall. Imagine him doing a chainsaw. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Just rip starting. Um, and then uh, lastly, we get uh, get one from our friends, um, CF Celtics. Which is a good question, actually. With Foz coming in next year, do you see us changing Brimo to the nine? I don't know why, but it has come to my head lately, and this is just what that this is just what Justin's going to do. That is very left field. Um, I I don't know. Like, would you, would you say? Um, I just don't know if he'd do that. I really don't know what the, the more the more this season plays out, the Kieran Foreign signing makes sense. Um, 
like I don't see are they just going to bump sexy back down to to Q Cup or are they going to bump AJ to fourteen or are they going to get rid of Jaden Camp? Like it's they're trying to fit four into three and I just don't see it. unless unless Kieran Foran comes off the bench, but then you're not really getting him, you're not getting the most value out of him. It's just such strange. Yeah, it's a, it's an interesting question. Like AJ has the like here's the thing: AJ has the speed and a defensive ability to play nine. But how many times we got to keep changing his position? He he came in as a five eight. Then played fullback. Now he's been trained to play at five eight. Like mm. he's the sort of guy, if he can land a position, he's just gonna thrive in it. And I can't remember who I was talking to, but someone suggested that Foreign might end up doing what Peter Wallace did at the end of his career and start playing the hooker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If Foreign was a bit bigger, I could see it happening, but. Like I've said, my biggest issue with Foran is obviously he is injury prone, but has does he have the defensive ability to play for the middle? Can he run out of dummy half? Like in yeah, theory, unless, unless, he play, unless he plays the you know the the thirty minutes that that Tanner Boyd gets, you yeah, know what I mean. So you start with Clark, and then you have Foran coming in, but. Yeah, I don't know, I man. It's it's a strange. I don't th- I don't think AJ is going to play play hooker. I, I can't see that happening. They've paid him too much money to be a half or fullback. They're not going to pay him. They're not going to do that to. I think yeah, if anything's going to happen, it's going to be Toby's going to spend some time back down in Q Cup. But I don't know. I just don't know. I'm I'm, I'm kind of. I don't want to think about it. <laughs> That's it. We'll worry about it when it comes around next year. That's it. That's it. Um, and that's pretty much it for the Twitter questions, apart from all the gibberers that chipped in on the uh, on Caleb's post. But um, thanks again for, for, for posting them in. Here you go, David. Go and get another try. Your third. And uh, that will pretty much do us for this week's app. Um, yeah, hopefully uh, get better, Anthony. You're feeling better next week. And we've got a, I think we've won. Every week, there's only been two of us, so good omen. Yeah, that's it. He's, he's open. So, um, yeah, don't forget, you can interact with us at Bad Life Titans on Twitter. You can interact with myself uh, at Hammers, H4MMERZ. Tommy is at Jetzo underscore 10 and the sick boy Anthony at GC underscore Anthony. Don't forget our good friend at the Biggest Tiger and the Sports Best Friend Podcast Network. Thanks for listening in. Hopefully, we've got some good for good news for you next week. And let's go, Titans. Let's go, boys. Sports Best Friends would like to thank you for listening right to the end. You are our kind of people. Find other great sports podcasts in our family by subscribing. And remember, social media isn't a bad place. You just need to follow the right people.